This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Coach Felicia. Welcome to all the new and continued listeners Y'all, I know I go through the spiel every single week and y'all say, hey, I know what she's going to say in the beginning. But this week, I have to tell y'all, first and foremost, we hit 39,000 downloads in 10 days. Like literally, I recorded this episode and we had already hit 38,000 episodes. Mind you, you know, today's Friday. I'm recording this for this coming Sunday. But I remember y'all, I, my son was sick and everything was happening during this time. I recorded on Tuesday. So by the time Thursday come for us to be at $39,000 downloads, like y'all, I am just, I'm so grateful for y'all. I'm so grateful for the people who have decided to be on this journey. I'm thankful for every woman who has shared and man, we've had one, one guy. Um, but for every person who has been in contact with the Slaying Self-Doubt movement as a whole and has decided like, I want to keep keep listening. I want to get on this journey with them. I want to see what's happening with Felicia. I want to see what's happening with her guests, whatever it is. I'm just so grateful that just when I tell you that um, there are moments in doing this and in the uh, process and the journey and the execution of doing this that you just be like, well, Lord, I, I know you ain't told me to let go yet, but I, I, you know, sometimes we be wanting that moment, right? Sometimes when you're walking in purpose, we be wanting it to hurry up and come. And um, recently, my pastor um, Zion, at Zion Church, uh, Keith Battle, um, has been preaching about the hiding time and talking about what things we need to perfect and what things we need to work on before the light is shined on us, before we're exposed, before we hit the next levels. And so um, I feel like these last couple of years, I've been in my hiding time, right? Because I'm just learning and perfecting what it is that I'm doing. And I'm not saying, Lord, hear me clearly when I say this, I'm not saying that I'm in the, the limelight or not, but people are starting to notice, right? People are getting on board with slaying self-doubt. People are paying attention. I've been places and like, uh, don't you have a podcast? I've seen your face before. I've seen you on Instagram, whatever the case may be. Um, and now people have are associating, you know, slaying self-doubt with 
this movement that is happening. And so I'm just grateful what God um, asked me to do. I am I'm grateful for my yes and my obedience as delayed as it might have been. Uh, I'm glad that I got on board and said yes. Um, so thank you guys for continuing to show up, continuing to share. Um, thank you for getting us to getting us here. Like if you like y'all, a thousand downloads in a week is amazing. Like let, let me put this into perspective. There are some places or podcasts, right, that they get a thousand dollars. Um, Jesus, let's speak that into existence. Some money, okay? But they get a thousand downloads in like a day, right? I mean, like as soon as the episode drops, they off the break they're getting a thousand downloads right and so yes what I would like to be is I like to be in that place I like to be that in a day's time soon as it drops I got thousands of downloads off the break right and so what this is showing me is that when it used to take me a month and a half or a month like literally 30 exact days to get to a thousand and continue to like grow to now being in a position where I can say in the last three weeks we grew 3,000 downloads like that is a big deal that it is a big deal and so I just I'm thank y'all and and thank y'all that's what we gonna do that's it um Spring break has been very interesting. I done had a mixture of things. I told y'all earlier, my son was sick. He's much better now, back to 100%, his regular old self. My oldest son went on his first away trip with his friend. Um, that was interesting for me because, you know, he's about to go into high school and that transition. And uh, my all, I was in my mommy feelings all this week, okay? And I feel like I need a spring break do-over because what I thought was going to happen did not happen, but you know, maybe the Lord knew better than me. I have no idea, but I still feel like I need to do over. Um, but one of the things I am looking forward to is going to church this Sunday. Um, this will air, well, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, rather. Um, no, I'm, my, my mind is all, no, this Sunday, because this Sunday is Easter, right? Y'all, listen, listen, listen. So we don't, my church doesn't officially open until the 24th. So that's why I'm getting my days up, but I will be there because, um, I'm uh, volunteering in a new role. And so I've been able to be there and be a part of it. Um, and I'm just grateful that I get to, I'm, I'm grateful to be in church. I don't think that I recognize, and I've said this before that, you know, prior to the pandemic, we had an online, um, we had online service, we had online ministry, you could log in, and I could be at home, and, you know, in real life, I should have been in the building, because my church is way too close to me for me to have been at home, but anyway, um, I wasn't going in faithfully, because I was um, taking advantage of the fact that I had this quick access and be like, oh, okay, I'll go next week. I'll go next week. But how many of us know, how, how many of us know that that two year, like, pulse, that complete stop, that standstill of whatever it is that we've taken for granted that we thought was always going to be there, whether it was a person in a relationship, a job, church, it doesn't even matter. I know for me in these last two years, I look at so many things differently because prior to 2020, um, I, I just kind of felt like, oh, you know, that'll be there or that'll, ha- you know, I'll, I'll get to get, do that later. I'll go to that later. I'll be able to, well, if I don't go this week, I'll go next week. Okay, I'm gonna try to make sure I go this and, you know, and try to figure it out. But this panorama showed me that I can't take nothing for granted. And I need to be grateful for every moment. So the fact that I have been able to be in church and receive it, I did not know how much I needed it. You know, it's one thing watching service online. You can 
you can still have a moment because church is wherever you are. Believe that. Like I didn't have some praise sessions in this dream where I, the, the Holy Spirit was in my house. Okay. In my kitchen, I knew that it was just me and God just sitting right there. Right. But it is something different when you are in, in the church and everybody is feeling the same experience. And you know, you can just feel the Holy Spirit throughout the whole place. And it is, you know, the preachers preaching the word, like it is, it's amazing. So I'm, I'm glad that we are back in church and, you know, safely, we're doing it all safely. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm just grateful for that. Um, so I don't know about y'all, but last week's episode, well, last episode, uh, cause it ain't last week. Cause clearly <laughs> it's the same week, right? Um, uh, but last episode, we was exactly what we, I needed. I don't know about y'all, but it definitely reminded me you know, the part that I play in my purpose. I think often times, even for myself, like we just know God is going to do something. And so we kind of wait for him and we just think that it's going to be a certain type of way. And I can say, you know, which I've said plenty of times on here that when I left my job, I just thought God was just going to throw, put stuff in my lap. You know what I'm saying? And he was just going to be like, here you go, daughter, like, just go do that. And I didn't recognize or I forgot prior there that there's work that has to be done. There's stuff that I'm responsible for. There's things that I need to do in order for him to know that I'm serious about it, in order for him to know that this is what I truly want. And how many of us also know that when you are um, in that first season when you really, really want something and you are going to God every day, every hour, every moment saying, Lord, no, please, I really want this job. I really want it. I want you to know, you know, I'm doing this and you are praying for it. And then you get in the job, right? And you thank God like that for like, I can't believe I'm here. And then six months go by and then a year go by and you ain't as grateful as you are for that job. You ain't, you, you're not praying to him as often. You're not, seeking him the way you should be right like you are you're comfortable you didn't got like your status quo now like because I, I I this is what I asked for and but you still feel like something is missing like I know he calling me to something but I don't know what I don't I don't know what the next thing is right and so this week we're going to talk about the um digging deeper into the role that we play in activating our purpose right because like I said you get complacent for a minute like for me I'm gonna be honest the panorama did one of it, it did two things it did and right a lot of times we like either or no it did an and for me um on the one hand it allowed me to be able to spend time with my family reconnect with my husband appreciate my kids a whole lot more you know homeschool do do a lot of things that I didn't think I could ever do right I just never would have even imagined that I could do and it made me comfortable. It made me comfortable with being in the house. It made me comfortable with God without me having to take any physical action because I couldn't because we were restricted. Watching God bless me, watching God provide, watching God protect, watching God continue to keep us in a space when I couldn't move. Right. Um, and so now that I'm now that we are in a place where things are um, subsiding and where things are because I don't ever want. So this is a side note. I don't ever want to say getting back to normal, because if, if I'm being real, y'all, I don't want the the, the 20. 20 version of me right I'm, I've grown so much than that I've learned so much so I don't want to go back to anything right I'm looking for because whatever it is that is, is is purpose for me and purpose for you know um 
my life and my family's life is a is ahead of me. It's not behind me. So I, you know, it could have been easy. Like things are getting back to normal. No, they're not. Like, <laughs> first of all, this is be a whole nother conversation, but this a virus is a virus, right? And so it's going to be here. So that is that's my it's gonna be here. So it can't never get back to normal. What you want is it never have happened. If you talking about going back, that means it would have never been here, which is not going that's it's not going to be that and and on top of that time don't work like that you can't have listen time we we you know how many things that we wish we could have back it don't it don't work like that okay um but anyway with that being said now I have been in this space where God is calling me to do certain things and because I've been so comfortable I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck like what (laughs) you want me to do what like why why do I need to do anything when the last two years like I've been right here in my house and you've been you've been doing it like what I you know like not with an attitude or whatever have you because I know that's how I'm saying it but with the thought process of like why do I need to move because I've watched God move and I've seen him do it but those were different circumstances that was at a time where he put everybody on polls that was at a time where he shut the entire word down world down so what he needed to do for us to be able to get here to be here in this moment. And when you're listening to my voice right now, there are things that he had to provide and protect in order to make sure that we made it here, right? And so now that we're here and now that you you survived, you survived that, we survived. And like, I want y'all to hear me and hear me clearly. We survived and are surviving a pandemic. That's real. Like that, that in itself, I want you to think about it. And I'm not saying that we are uh, 100% whole and everything is great and all those other things. There's things that we had to go through, but we are, we have survived it because there's over 600,000 Americans, at least, that did not. So we, we know that to be true. So the fact that we survived, it means that God has purpose for us. He still has that whole for I know the plans I have for you that we talked about in Jeremiah 29, 11, that everybody will go around here and quote scripture on and continue to say he knows the plans. And that means that if you made it to 2022, you still have work to do. And so I, you and me, both have to remind ourselves that we're still here because God has more for us to do. And so as we dig deeper into this uh, this scripture, remember, we're going into a different um, uh, verse. And so here are the different verses. So we're doing Jeremiah 29, 13. Okay. And so New Living Translation says, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you'll find me. Christian Standard Bible says, You will seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you're ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities, there are three ways I can help. First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now, back to the show.
the message Bible says, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. The amplified version says then in, in brackets with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me brackets as a vital necessity and brackets. You will find me when you search for me with all your heart. Uh, and the last one, the message Bible says, when you come looking for me, you'll find me. Yes. When you get serious, serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I will make sure you won't be disappointed. God's decree. Like that it is, it's, there it is. Right. And so we're talking as always three things really quickly, get you in and out of here. The first thing is, is that you have to seek him. Last week we talked about you got to call on him and you you come to him and you pray, right? That is that's a so that's a verbal thing, right? Um, if this is the way I see it, okay. Again, this is the way I see it. So you're calling on him. So you're like Jesus, you know, Lord, Abba, Father, whatever, you know, however you you call his name, Daddy. Everybody says it. However, um, you come to him, you you find whatever space that you have. Maybe you get on your knees and you pray out loud. Right. And you're praying and you're you're asking God like, Lord, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bless me with the finances to be able to provide for my family going to use something very simple and but you you we talked about you having to call on him so you Jesus I'm, I'm coming to you I'm here right and he is your voice and he is saying you are saying Jesus I need you to provide me with the finances to provide for my family in Jesus name amen that right there is is the all of verse 12 the call on me you will come to me and pray to me and I will he'll hear your voice remember last week we talked about your voice is the activation not your mama's your pastor your auntie your kids whoever your voice is what activates for him to know like this is the next thing right then it says when we're talking about seeking him you will come looking for me to me that means you pray to him right well now you got to hear what he got to say and so when you seek him and you're looking for him, to me, that is waiting and waiting for a response, right? And so when you are waiting for a response, that's that pulse. That's that. And I'm not talking about physical pulse. I'm talking about the difference between I prayed about something and then I make my mind up about what it is that I'm supposed to do. Because you didn't hear, right? Remember I told you about the story, you know, in my story of God telling me to go. And I was like, oh, okay, bet. Like the Lord said, it's time for me to go. So I'm going to leave in October, be back and work by January. And then what ended up happening? Everything was just hitting the wall. Cause guess what? I ain't even, I didn't even ask any questions after he said, it's time to go. I immediately just went and told my husband, like, did I know it was from the Lord? I absolutely knew because I I knew it was from him and it didn't, didn't come from me at all, but I didn't seek anything else. I didn't ask no follow-up questions. I just was like, we out, right? But once I started to get into that mindset of knowing, okay, 
I kept going back like, oh, no, is this it? Once, once it started to the conversation really started, then it was like, okay, I, I need to really figure this out. But then when I started hitting the wall, I kept saying like, what is it? Like, what is going on? And for me, it was the fact that my husband was not on board. And so what did I have to do? I had to call on him and I had to say, Lord, duh. If this is what you want me to do, if you really want me to step out on faith and leave my job, you, I need you to let it come from Ryan. I will not move until it comes from Ryan, right? That is literally me calling to him, coming to him and praying. That's my voice because I, I spoke my husband's name and I I listened. I was, and then you know what the next thing I did? I waited. I waited till I was still seeking him, but I wasn't asking him the question every single day. Lord, do you uh did you hear anything? Did you did you let him know? No, it was like, what what do you need me to do now? What do you need me to do while I'm while I know I'm waiting? Like in the back of my mind, I know I'm waiting for my husband to tell me, you know, whatever. And I didn't know how long that was gonna be, right? But I'm still seeking God and I'm still going to him and I'm asking him about other things. Like, how do I need to show up in this meeting? How do I need to show up in this space? Because I'm still preparing to leave. What I'm clear on is that I'm out the door. Like when it's gonna happen at that point, I did not know. But I'm still in this job and I'm still working with these people and I'm still leading these people and I still have purpose here. So God, what do I need to do in this space? Right. And so the first thing is that you, you seek him. You have to go looking for him. When you go looking for him, you're looking for him in all the things. I'm at work trying to figure out, okay, Lord, how do I help this employee um, level up? What do we, what, Show me what I need to tell her. Do I need to release her? Tell me what it is. And, and when I say release, meaning like, what am I doing? How am I showing up in this job? How do I need to change? How do I talk to them doing this? So then I started moving differently. And what I was doing, even though I still have this thing back here that I'm waiting for, I'm moving differently here, right? And then the second point is, is that in uh in the amplified version it says require me as a vital necessity now let me tell y'all something during that season of my life i was up every morning i am not a morning person i just want you to know how but when i when i say this you can see my face you would understand the seriousness i am not a morning person i was up every morning at six in the morning in my closet with some worship music my journal and my bible app and I was praying and I was um, asking for covering during this journey. Not, I was not asking for the same thing over and over again, but every day I was seeking him. What are we doing today? How do I show up in this job? How do I need to um, continue to shine my light in, in, a, in a space that I know is dark? Who, who do you need me to, who do you need me to get today? Who do you need me to speak life into? I was so serious about my relationship with him. It it transferred into even when I at this time um I hadn't started the podcast or maybe had I no, I hadn't started the podcast yet. So this is like you know, like 2018, right? So, but in that time, I'm journaling every day. I'm reading more about him. I'm I'm getting into the word. I am expanding, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm serious. And in this thing, it's in, in the message version, it says, Yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else. Like I needed God. I needed Jesus every single day. Like everything that I did and 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 
what I found interesting about it is like during that season of my life, I was leading multiple small groups at church. I was volunteering in other capacities at church. I had a small kid. Well, I don't say, well, I got small because Little Ryan was probably uh, like eight. Yeah, he's probably like, yeah, he was eight. Uh, CJ's like 10, you know, um, but they're active. They're in, they're in sports. They We ripping and running every single weekend doing stuff. My husband working. I'm working. We got overtime. We got stuff going on. Like I was doing so much. But when I can tell y'all, when I think back, I don't understand how I was able to do as much as I was able to do and be happy throughout the whole thing because my what I recognized is that I was gleaning from God every, every day. Every day I was getting up in the morning and I was praying that stuff was happening, moving and shaking around me. I didn't focus on the fact that I didn't have what I wanted at that moment. I focused on what I had. And that's the difference. And so I was seeking him and, and I was serious about it. I was doing things for me that is, I would say is out of the norm because it, it wasn't how I was normally, it wasn't how I normally operate. Um, but it was because the season in my life, I needed him. I needed him to get me through every single day. I needed him to get me through the moments because of the the pressures and the, what I knew what was to come and what he was building in me. I'm not gonna say I got it right every single day, but in that season of my life, oh, I was serious about God showing up. I could see him in so many different things. I was connecting to other women who were trying to seek God too and was serious about God. And so my community, my circle, everything about it was everything that I was going and doing in that time was like, okay, I really want to be serious about my relationship with God. And I really want to grow it because, because I knew he's about to do something great in me. He's about to do something. I don't know what it is yet. Can I put my finger on it? I don't know what it's going to be, but I know it's coming. Right. And so in that space, when you're in that space, it says you will find him. And you will find me when you search with for me with your whole heart. And, and that's exactly what happens. You will find him when you when you seek him with your whole heart. Not part of it, not that partial stuff. And if I'm being very honest right now, that's where I am. I'm in the partial phase. You know why? Because I'm okay. Because I'm uh uh I am content. I am happy in the space that I am because, oh, he, he blessed me. He gave me, he, he, this is an answered prayer, right? But now I'm comfortable in this space right here. Some of it is, you know, comfortability. Just like I said, just being comfortable and being like, okay, Lord, this is good. All right. Nice and fluffy. We all right right here. But then the other part is that I, I, because I've been in that space before, when I required him, when I needed him, I know how things was happening in my life. I know how, um, how many things that, that, that was just like accelerated during that time, because I was, it was like, it's almost like being, uh, like dial, you know, how, um, I'm trying to think, you know, how, like, if you plug something into like, to charge your computer or your phone through the USB through your phone, it may take a little longer, but you plug it right into the outlet, it it, it be charged in in no time, right? It's a difference when you are that charge is extended and when that charge is a direct connect. And that's what I can honestly say what for me this these last two years, you know, I was praying for him 
in, initially I needed him out of fear, right? Fear that I thought I was going to lose my life. Fear that I thought that this virus was going to take my family out. Fear of losing a whole bunch of things, right? And then when when he got me to a pace of calm and a peace and um and not in that fear state of mind and angst and all of that stuff. And once I got to that place, I was like, okay, I'm fine now, right? And then I was able to look at the things around me and be grateful for the space that I'm in. And now it's like, okay, sis. We got work to do, right? And so when you're in that space and you are finding him and you know what's coming after, sometimes it can be scary. It can be scary because you know that what what I said last week, to whom much is given, much is required, but to whom much is required, much more is required, okay? Like, I already know I'm at the much more is required. And so when you know that, it can be daunting. It can be, you know... um, it could be scary. It could be all, all the feelings, but it also is delaying your purpose. It's also delaying what it is that he needs to do through you and with you. Because remember, if you don't move, the people connected to you don't move. And somebody is waiting for me to start. Somebody is waiting for me to go. Somebody is like, okay, once Felicia gets to like it's like a relay right you say once you get to a certain point in a situation then you're able to say oh, okay this is the this is this this is the next phase this is the next thing oh it's like a relay race okay like but if I ain't running if I'm still at the start and the, the gun had gone off and I'm just sitting over here like well I'm just waiting around until you know oh let me wait till 2023 nah I'm gonna wait till 2024 let me wait until you know the kids get out of once the kids graduate then I can figure out what it is that I want to do oh once this happened then I can I can do that oh once this that's what we do we just keep delaying and we already know if you if you if this your first time hearing it you're hearing it from me but I can tell you by by proof of my own life procrastination is still disobedience delayed obedience is still disobedience either way is you're being disobedient what do we know did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host-read pre-row or mid-row ad by me on the Slang Self-Doubt Podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now, back to the show. The key to obedience is speed. The faster you do it, you get it out the way and you move on. But we allow our fear. We allow our limited beliefs. We allow our anxiety. We allow all our self-doubt to come in and distract us and uh, and allow ourselves to question our potential and, and question our um, our character and question whether or not we're, we're meant to do this, right? Here we are using this verse as a, as a sometimes, honestly, as a crutch. You were the four I know for uh, for I know I have the plans for you that that's the Lord's deca- declaration and that is what it is that He has called us to do. There are times when we're using that it's like, well, I know the plans the Lord has for my life, but are you doing anything? Are you moving? Are you moving in a forward direction? Are you making sure that it, are you activating these plans? No. What are you doing? You sitting on the sidelines waiting for the Lord to give you something when you ain't even done nothing. 
and he's saying when you get serious about finding me then then I will show up and so my question to you is are you serious or not nah? and be honest with yourself don't be telling us that you're serious and out here I know how many times I'm like oh yeah I'm doing xyz I wasn't doing not an eighth or nothing okay and so when you know that you are when you want to do more and you want to do something else then you need to go ahead and do that you need to go ahead and just get it done and so this week's episode, we are talking about, you know, just really digging in again into the role that you play in activating your purpose. It's yours, whether he knows it or not. Like I, you know, I had a conversation with my son today and um, I told him, I want so many things for you. There's so many things I could see as your mother that I could see you doing. There's things that I see that you have potential in, but ultimately it's your life. Ultimately is your choice. Ultimately, if you don't want it, I can't make you, I can't make you do it. I can't make you want it for yourself. And so if you don't believe that you can have it and you don't believe that you can do it, what, 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 how do I, how, what do I do? Tell me what I do. There literally is nothing that I can do. I literally cannot do anything for the simple fact that you are, is your job, is your responsibility. It is your requirement to make sure that you do what it is that you want to do, even if I know what I would like for you to do, right? And so the same is true for us. God has plans for us, but if we don't activate the plans, that is not God's fault. It is not his his responsibility. Will, will I still cover my son? Will I still protect him? Will I still do everything in my power to make sure that he has a great life? I absolutely will. But there are certain things that he is required to do. And if, even if, 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 if even if he needs help from me, he has to ask. You have to ask for help. We teach our kids that. Like, advocate for yourself. It's the same thing. You have to advocate for yourself. There are certain things that God is going to bless you with. And he may, you know, go ahead, sprinkle, sprinkle on you a little bit. But there are some things that you have to activate on your own that you have to ask for. You have to seek him. You have to have to require him. You have to find him. And then then you can your purpose can get activated and you can move forward. But if you do not do that. Don't be surprised if you're standing in the same space. Right. And so then also with that being said, you need to find out what what maybe your environment needs to change. Maybe your your mindset needs to change. Maybe you need to uh, get a different friend group. I don't, child, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, sis. I don't know. But there's certain things that that you have to look at yourself and you have to make a decision. If this is truly what I want, I, I need to be in a, in a different space. Right. One of the things that I can say, even in this journey, when the pan, panorama hit. Right. And I told y'all I was filled with angst and fear, but I knew I did not want to feel that way. I was overwhelmed with that. I know that I have, prior to the panorama, I shared with y'all that I suffered from anxiety. I shared with y'all that I was a warrior. I shared with y'all that I had all these things. But when I got into that space where it was so heavy and it was so bad, and I was like, I can't keep living like this, I got help. I seeked a therapist. And I wanted it. So I waited for the appointment and I continue to go every single appointment. I show up and guess what happens in the middle of appointments. If I have an aha moment, I will send my therapist a message in our little portal thing. And I'll be like, sis, we need to talk about this when we meet. 
Like, because I need to dig deeper. I need to get to the bottom of who I am so that I can operate in whose I am. Like, it's so many layers to this that even that is being serious about my father's work. Like, in order for me to be right in the things that, like, I, I we talked about this in, well, not in the podcast, but last month in March in, in being our wellness journey. And as a whole woman, like, there's so many things that go to that in order for us to be well holistically that is not just about our spiritual growth. It's not just about that. It's your physical, it's your mental, it's your emotional, it's your relationships. Like, it's all those it's your health and wellness and what you put into your body like when God wants to use you he wants to use all of you but is all of you ready I don't know if it's not that is fine but if you are ready to go down this journey and you are really ready to activate your purpose you have to do these things you have to seek him you have to go looking for him then you need to require him are you serious about finding him and activating your purpose then you have to find him. When you seek him, you will find him if you seek him with your whole heart, period. Like that's what his word says. I mean, literally, excuse me, at the end of the message, it says God's decree. You hear people say, I decree and declare. This ain't God's decree, which means that's his promise. That when you get serious about finding him and want it more than anything else, I will make sure you won't be disappointed. God's decree. That's his decree and declaration. I don't need nothing else. I don't, I don't know about you, but that was enough for me. Like, okay, Lord, you told me very plain and simple. Okay, I, I got it. I got it. Um, so that's the end for this uh this week. Uh thank y'all as always for rocking with me. Remember to grab your hoodie or your t-shirt um at the at the website or get the journal for you your friend a family member you know mother's day about to come up y'all y'all can go ahead and give them out as guests you know what i'm saying um if you are interested in working with me directly book, book a connection call with me so just get started figure out if we're a good match and we got good energy and all of that stuff um make sure you're subscribed to the newsletter so you can be the first to hear anything that's going on please continue to share these episodes with at least 10 people y'all we trying to hit 50,000 downloads by the end of this year and who knows it it sounds like we might be able to do it y'all we are almost at 40,000 downloads so if we keep up this rate oh I know we're gonna surpass that so I am asking y'all just continue to share the share the podcast make sure you're following me on social media if you're not already at slang self-doubt and until next week see ya All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self-Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.